folks. Welcome to the Punch Bowl. Your regular Friday host, William Rapillum. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, I'm going to talk about a lot of things tonight, like uh, property tax, insurance, and all these things that apply to us right now. Um, and uh, I'm also going to tie it in with the Protocols of Zion. Talk about that, Protocol 6. And I want to get into uh, an article I found on uh, Zero Hedge about Venezuelans, uh, how they how uh, the, they get to the U.S. I was a little disappointed in this article, honestly, but there is still some nuggets in there. Um, there's a lot of links to other sources. Excuse me. Um, but first and foremost, please go to Republic Broadcasting if you have the means to do so and donate. Uh, we really appreciate it, folks. Um, the, the, <laughs> we really depend on it. Again, I don't get paid here. I do this you know, just purely to do it, to get the truth out. Because for one reason, it's so, it's just so important, and even though there's only one person out there listening, one new person, love to hear from some new people here tonight. You guys want to call in, it's 512-248-8252. Okay? 800-313-9443. Call toll-free if you're outside the continental U.S., but please use... 512 number if you can you're within the u.s so that you don't have to pay the 800 fee a little bit of surcharge there for using that number so um yeah i want to uh, jump into this video that i found actually was uh, sent by sent to me by uh, janice barcello one of her uh one of her one of her mailers she sends out and uh let's see here so Get back over to my chat. Mike, I'm probably going to play the first three minutes of this one, the clip one, if you don't mind rolling it. it one of my missions walk. here on this channel for a while now, one of my missions here on this channel for a while now has been to just educate people about how expensive it is now to not only become a homeowner, but how expensive it is to be a homeowner after you've already purchased the house, guys. Because already, just buying the house at today's prices and interest rates are far beyond what most people can even afford. Just like we talked about yesterday when it comes to people buying cars, it's kind of the same story with cars, but with houses, it's actually worse. And once you buy the house, you're not out of the clear, guys. Your expenses for that house are going to continue to go up no matter what your realtor tells you, what your mortgage lender tells you, because even though you might have a fixed 30-year interest rate, you are not going to have fixed expenses on that house. Your property taxes, your insurance are going to continue to rise over the years unless the value of your property plummets for some reason. Then you're likely to see your insurance and property tax costs go down. But in the meantime, you're probably going to be upside down on the mortgage of that house. Now, a couple weeks ago, I made a video about how so many different property owners in Ohio are furious over a massive property tax increase that they're seeing over there. And I'm trying to let people understand that this is not just happening in Florida and in California where people's real estate values are through the roof. This is happening in middle America and it's happening in places you wouldn't think, even small towns, guys. One of my viewers, David, 
He sent me a story from last year. It's kind of an old story already, but it's worth mentioning here because I didn't know about it, and chances are you didn't either. And it's a story out of Maine. And in August of 2023, in Brunswick, Maine, what they are required to do by law is increase the property tax assessment rate. And basically they have a state law in Maine that says municipal assessments need to average between 70 100, and 110% of market value. And in Brunswick, Maine's assessment value was 58%. So they're required to do a new assessment on these properties there. But here's the problem. This brand new assessment is going to raise property taxes for about 60% of the residents there. So more than half of people are, can expect to see an increase. So of course, the outcry started pouring in when people, once people realized this and we're worried that they're not going to be able to afford their houses anymore, their property tax bill. So the breakdown is like this. 62% of folks in this area would see an increase in property taxes compared to 15% who would actually see a decrease and 22% would see no change in their tax bill. And there's actually a reason why some people's taxes would go down, which I'll get into here in just a minute. So here's the interesting thing. The property tax rate is actually going to go down. It's going to go from about $21.69 per $1,000 in value down to $14.50 per $1,000 in value. So on the surface, that might sound like a good thing. But the problem is people's assessed value on all these homes are way outdated compared to what the house is worth today. And that's what they're going to raise. They're going to raise that assessed value. So even though your tax rate might be lower these people are going to be being taxed on a much higher value amount of their home. So that's what's going to cause the increase in property taxes and could potentially cause the decrease for others. If it's not the lawnmower, it's the street sweeper. Who would have known? Now I'm being followed by that. Hey, at least they're cleaning up the street, right? At least that machine serves a purpose, unlike the All leaf right. blower. So here's okay, that's, that's good. We're good there. So <laughs> you get the idea, you know, um, and you guys already know all this. You know, you've been seeing it happening. Um Property ta property values are inflate are inflating a lot, you know, and they're going up, and inevitably uh, that means that property tax is going to go up. And this problem with the property tax, you know, you've got a lot of uh, people that have owned their homes for a really long time. You know, they don't make a lot of money, you know, um, and uh, and and they're suddenly having to pay these uh, unbelievable uh, property taxes. You know, it's it's pushing out you know the traditional people out of their communities and. Uh, and people are coming in that can afford uh, more. This is just, it's, it's very sad. It's a sad situation. And I think that it has a lot more to do with inflation and artificial manipulation, speculation of the market than it does <clears throat> with the actual property values actually uh, going up, right? So, um, but before I uh, really break all that down, um, I want to read from Protocols, okay, the Protocols of Zion, and I'm going to read Protocol 6. Uh, this is the takeover technique, okay? Um, protocol 6. So, the, you know, if you don't know, but familiar with the Protocols of Zion, these were found, uh, written in the late 1800s when Zionism, the early days of Zionism, they were uh, leaked somehow uh, in Russia, and this guy, uh, Sergius... Uh, Nihil Sir guy's name is Sergius Nihilus, I don't remember, but he managed to get a copy to uh the Tsar. And uh and from there um 
uh, it, it, it spread out. You know, the Jews have always said that the protocols are a forgery. Well, a forgery of what? Okay, uh, they're, they're exactly what's happening. Anyway, I'm going to get to reading this. Um, Henry Ford also, uh, a lot of his research was based on these protocols, trying to warn us 100 years ago with his book, The International Jew. Uh, and the Protocol 6 is, is not very long, so I'm going to be able to get through it before the break uh, it, easily. Okay, takeover technique. So, And this is how they're stealing the property. This is the protocol that's directly related to stealing the property. And you know, ever since I listened to the Protocols of Zion in 2019, this has always really stuck with me. So just, you know, watching the different ways that, uh, you know, the, these elitist Jews are um, trying to, uh, you know, take our property. You will own nothing. You will be happy. We will, you know, we're going to own all property. So here it is right from their mouths. We shall soon begin to establish huge monopolies, reservoirs of colossal riches upon which even large fortunes of the goyim will depend to such an extent that they will go to the bottom together with the credit of the states on the day after the political smash okay so we see what blackrock did right this perfect example of this i think um and again if you guys want to call in and chime in to this and offer your uh, information around this please do 512-248-8252 we saw blackrock buy up all the controlling shares of all the fortune 500 companies in uh, 2020, right after they rolled out the pandemic, and uh, you know the, the three different the, the stock market crashed 30 to 35 percent. The S and P 500, the Nasdaq, and the Dow Jones. Those three tickers, and all the Fortune 500 500 companies inside them. They literally bought up every controlling share in every company. So, um, you gentlemen here present who are economists just strike an estimate of the significance of this combination. In every possible way, we must develop the significance of our super government by representing it, it as the protector and benefactor of all those who voluntarily submit to us. Here's an editor's note. This is from Mike King's book, uh, you know, The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion, where he, he adds notes and illustrations uh, by creating monopolies, the cabal can control the economy by controlling those monopolies. Think of how many small business, small retail businesses have been squeezed out of existence by giants with reservoirs of colossal riches, quote-unquote, like Amazon, Home Depot, Microsoft, and Walmart. We shall soon begin to establish huge monopolies. Okay, okay that's just a recaptioning. Uh, okay, number four, the... Uh, or 6-4 here. So the aristocracy of the Goyim as a political force is dead. We need not take it into account, but as landed proprietors, they can still be harmful to us from the fact that they are self-sufficing in the resources upon which they live. It is essential, therefore, for us, at whatever cost, to deprive them of their land. Okay, so... All right, this is this is the crux of it right here. Let me repeat that. It is essential, therefore, us, therefore, for us, at whatever cost, to deprive them of their land. Okay, this object will be best attained by increasing the burdens upon landed property and loading lands with debts. These measures will check land holding and keep it in a state of humble and unconditional submission. Hmm. 
So there you go. Prop raising property taxes, uh, raising insurance rates, um, insurance companies suddenly pulling out of certain areas because of risk, quote unquote risk. That's been happening this year quite a bit. And so you may go get a quote from another company and your rates have doubled to get the same coverage now. All right. The aristocrats of the Goyam uh, being hereditarily incapable of contenting themselves with little will rapidly burn up and fizzle out. Okay, so I think what they're saying is uh, that the aristocracy of us, you know, regular people, non-Jews, um, will not be able to stand the heat of all these rising prices and these tax burdens that the Jews are putting on us, okay? Number six here. At the same time, we must intensively patronize trade and industry, but first and foremost, speculation the part played by which is to provide a counterpoise to industry. The absence of speculative industry will multiply capital in private hands and will serve to restore agriculture by freeing the land from indebtedness to the land banks. What we want, I, I, that's, that was a big word salad there for me, so I it's talking about speculation and whatnot. If you guys are confused, so am I a little bit there, but what we want is the is that industry should drain off from the land both labor and capital, and by means of speculation, transfer into our hands all the money of the world, and thereby throw all the goyim into the ranks of the proletariat. All right, so they, they want to move everybody into these, uh, you know, into these equal boxes that you see these these enormous carpet complexes going up everywhere. They want everybody living in those things. All right. Uh, they've got them more people in, in places are more easy to control to get them out of the rural areas. Um, then this now this is this is highlighted. Then the Goyim will bow down, bow down before us if for no other reason but to get the right to exist. I mean, <laughs> this is what they did in the Soviet Union. They would ask people, um, "What justify your existence?" This is <laughs> uh, number seven. To complete the ruin of the industry of the goyim, we shall bring to the assistance of speculation the luxury which we have developed among the goyim, that greedy demand for luxury which is swallowing up everything. We shall raise the rate of wages which, however, will not bring any advantage to the workers for, at the same time, we shall produce a rise in prices of the first necessities of life. And we've seen that going on already now. Um alleging that it arises from the decline of agriculture and cattle breeding. <laughs> we shall further undermine artfully and deeply sources of production by accustoming the workers to anarchy and drunkenness and side by side, therefore, therewith taking all measures to extirpate from the face of the earth all the educated forces of the goyim. <laughs> okay, so that matches up with what's in the town that the best of the goyim should be killed. And that's exactly what happened 100 years ago in Russia after Bolshevism. The Christian, patriot, freedom-loving people, exactly like what we're here in America, were rounded up, put in gulags, murdered, worked to death. And in a lot of cases, they were tortured to death. Um, it was just total, total lawlessness, genocide, just the absolute bloodbath. Tens of millions of people 
holocausted. Holocausted. So the Jews, this is a massive holocaust committed by the Jews, as the Jews were the primary perpetrators of Bolshevism and were the uh, 80, 80, 80 to 90%, 85 to 90% of the commissars running the camps, running all of the different gulags, were Jews. And uh, it was Jewish money that funded this revolution in Russia from the Wall Street bankers. Jacob Schiff, Kuhn Loeb. Okay, so editors note, the cabal causes inflation by debasing our currency. That is why rising wages do not produce rising living standards. And that's exactly what we see happening right now in uh in a huge in a huge way like an unprecedented way uh in order that so this is the last one in order that the true meaning of things may not strike the goyim before the proper time so that's why everybody's still asleep they work hard for that we shall mask it under an alleged ardent desire to serve the working classes and the great principles of political economy about which our economic theories are carrying out an energetic propaganda. Okay, so exactly. So they have the NAACP, they have the proxy warriors, the LGBTQ movement. These are the modern-day proletariat. Uh, you have Now you have the migrants coming up, all right? That, that's, that, that's the modern-day proletariat. They're bringing up to use them as... Uh, the weapon to get rid of their enemies, which are us, you know, the uh, white people, uh, white nations. Um, so I want to, um, we're going to be just about up on the break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the criminal, the crime that exists in these countries that they're bringing all these migrants up from. And uh, one, uh, in this, this article, the Ven in Ven Venezuelan explains how and why the criminal migrants get to the U.S. when we get back. But you guys feel free to call in. Uh, oh, George in Houston. So just on the break, let me go ahead and take you, and uh, we'll carry you over. Okay, George, if, uh, if you stay longer there. You got more. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, uh, William, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, so, yeah, out here in Texas, the... Uh, the okay, hang on a oh. second, George. We're right up. We're on the break. Uh, we'll pick it up when we come back. Can you wait? Okay. Yeah, no problem. All right. I'm gonna climb. Now I don't know about no law. I don't see no crime. Ain't no reason. Ain't no rest. I'm gonna get down to the water and get undressed. Health simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilaji is the king, Raza Yoga Vahayana. Razayana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Razayana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Razayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org. 
to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. George in Houston uh, talking about the property tax. George, sorry, got cut off. Go ahead. Hey, no problem. the The property tax system here in Texas is oh, what I know we it's use terrible. To, They're really uh, high yeah, property taxes, but you guys don't have sales tax, right? It's extremely oppressive, and it's how we fund schools here. And not only that, but special districts like water uh, water districts and and uh, college the community college districts here are funded through property tax and it is absolutely a you being used as a vehicle for affecting social change that is highly unwanted and 
I I can give you an example of this. You know, you got a house that was built in the fifties. The the mom who owned it died, and and left it to uh, you know her her children. Well, only only one of the kids lives in the house. The rest are scattered, right? Well, the woman who lives there now is sixty two years old. She has no skills, and she's on her own, and so she's just working a minimum wage job for like a drugstore, like Walgreens or something, right? Well, they're taxing her out of her home. She can't pay what the property is worth, uh, the, the, whatever the percentage of the property is worth on the income that she has. If she was merely just paying income tax on her income, she would probably be paying almost nothing. But basically the point is, is that you get this 62-year-old woman, kick her out of her dilapidated old house, so some Jewish investor with a lot of cash can go buy it at the tax delinquency sale, tear it down, put up a duplex, and start renting out to multiple families of immigrants. And then you start collecting more rent. Basically, the, the social policy behind it is that this 62-year-old woman is not economically viable and is not, um, a, is not an economic unit that is sufficient for, for us. You know, we want somebody who's going to take and use the property and do something with it. But in the meantime, you're destroying people's lives and communities. Man, excellent example and very well, very well said, George. Thank you for providing that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really and you know, and again, uh, Texas being one of the highest property tax rates in the whole country, from what I understand, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're doing this with, you know, I mean, while inflation goes up, uh, properties, you know, that's one thing. I mean, it it puts a dent definitely in people that are trying to use uh, property, invest in property as a hedge against inflation. So, and, uh, (laughs) you know, if you got, you can only really live in one property. I mean, I guess you can live in multiple properties, uh, but... You know, the more you have, the harder they are to manage, the more you've got to rent them out, do stuff like that. So uh, anything else, George? Oh, well, I would Great add call. that. Um, yeah, no, uh, she uh, got, got the case delayed long enough till she turned 65. Once you turn 65, they'll wait till you're dead to come and take your house. <laughs> oh. They're, they're, they're generous oh, wow. like that. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I guess, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's awful. You know, I mean, it just makes, you know, they have all this money to give to these migrants, um, you know, and part of money to give to migrants is also jobs. You know, they're, they're making statements that these, that the economy is doing great. Uh, <laughs> well, well, it may be doing great for some folks, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I was always baffled when, we were when we had these big crashes in the economy, like in 2008, and people were suffering. Yet the stock market seemed like uh, to be unaffected by all of this. And I would talk to um, friends who worked in the stock market, and they're like, "I'm like, oh, did you have a?" Because I, I kind of thought I didn't get it with the whole thing with with the Jews and the speculation, and you know, moving. You know, I, I thought that the economy, our economy, you know, what was happening in it was directly affecting the stock market. And I had asked this friend, you know, what, what about how, how to, what kind of year they had. I said, it was my best year ever. And I was shocked. Shocked about that. 
It's a wealth transfer because if you have to, we are forced to educate even illegal immigrants. And so, of course, those, those costs are passed on to property owners. It's just a big wealth transfer from, from, pe- from decent uh, people to either Jewish investors with the cash or to third world immigrants. It's a big wealth transfer. Yeah, you said it. They're they're absolutely at war. The Jewish, uh, the undecent Jewish um, people who don't think like we do, um, against uh, the good people of the world. You know, the uh, people who believe in all the good things that the world represents. So, well, thanks for the call, George. I really appreciate it. We're up against hey, the break. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take I care. It, all right. Yeah. You too. All right. Be right back after the break, folks. Truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. 
EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. I'm going to climb Now I don't know about no law I don't see no crime Ain't no reason Ain't no rest I want to get down to the wall And get undressed I can stand it I can stand it I can't wait to see them walls falling down Second half of the show here. Um, this is time. Time's working out good here. So I'm gonna get into this uh, article. The Venezuelan explains how and why criminal migrants get to the U.S. Um, with the last uh, recent events of the U.S. border and the approach of the authorities' response, not sure, not the ones uh, of the states being affected, but the highest ones, of course, we know of the federal. Uh, anyone with some de- degree of common sense would start to ask questions. How are migrants, and unfortunately, that's a lot of people that don't have it. <laughs> uh, how are migrants from Venezuela getting from their country to the U.S. border? Are they walking? If so, how long does it take, and how are they equipped for it? If not, how are they getting there? Are they criminals? Are they crossing other borders legally? Is someone funding this? This link goes to some Spanish thing that looks like it's Spanish police or something. So I didn't think that link's bad. Um, as a Venezuelan, I hope to answer some of these questions. How do Venezuelans travel to the southern U.S. border? This is very kind of interesting. You may already be aware of the dangerous Darien Jungle Crossing. Okay, It's a remote area in Panama, the Darien Gap, uh, with no road through it. There is no way to know how many people have perished there. People die not only because the jungle is already a very dangerous place for the untrained, it's the gang's taking advantage of whomever they find. There are enough horror stories in the media to traumatize anyone for life. Just as general information, uh, previous to this nightmare of a walk, there were enough borders to cross that is not so easy to go through, even for a regular citizen. However, for some reason, hordes of people carrying suitcases and all sorts of bags just walk through. There are eight, yes, eight countries to cross by foot to reach the southern border of the U.S. How someone with no money can do it is an unnerving question. And a much more unnerving one is how criminals do it. The first leg is over 500 miles from Caracas, Venezuela to uh, Cucuta, Colombia. This leg is relatively easy. So this, this goes from east to west, um, starting in Caracas, which is on the coast. I was a little confused at first when I was looking. I was like, wouldn't they just get on a boat and go from... Oh, okay, no. They're going to come up through Panama. So this leg is relatively easy because it is a very beaten path with plenty of bus services. From from Cucuta in Colombia, the next big leg is going to Necocli, Colombia, covering a similar distance. This is a small coastal town. They can reach from there to several points on the coastline. From there, the crossing is by foot until the southern border through Panama, Honduras, and Mexico. So, Cucuta is right next to Panama. Okay, so they just start coming up through. 
All right, this is one of the paths they follow, like many migrants trying to cross. The story of this handicapped migrant's different. He and his family spent 7000 on the whole journey. How someone decides to use that amount of money to cross one of the most dangerous areas in South America is beyond my common sense. The money, money could get someone a hacienda to live in, a small hacienda, and, a, and have basic needs covered, including a vehicle. Journey is included... The journey is incredibly dangerous for many reasons. All right, people are the people doing this are causing problems in your country. How are criminals that should be Venezuelan prison going to America? Remember that happened in with Castro in the 1980s. That you know the movie uh, uh, with the Al Pacino, Scarface <laughs> was uh, about this, right? He was uh, one of those. Who is behind all this? Now, when we get to back down to this uh, part. <laughs> I'm skipping some of this, okay, folks? This is just, it's, it's kind of long. Um, and I just want to get to where it got disappointing. I was thinking, oh, they're going to talk about Hyas here. Who is behind all this, right? The Jewish. Didn't say anything about it. The next question, questions are surely what is in the minds of everyone reading this. Is somebody paying for all this or organizing it? And if so, why? To determine the answer, historical data has to be reviewed. This is not anything new, and there is already a precedent that many politicians have tried to sweep under the rug. It talks about Castro in the 1980s, Plan Bravo. And then, I, oh, in the middle 1990s, and after all, he already sent eight eight thousand convicts camouflage as immigrants in the beginning of the 1980s. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go on with this. Uh, take any more time on it, but. Uh, so I got. Let me, let's jump, let's jump over to the calls and see what you guys think. Um, so we got first we got Reb in Colorado, then we got Joe in Florida. So Reb, what do you got? Welcome. Okay, first of all, we're going to have to use force. U.S. Pentagon first team of a scout, Reb. The override we know about. We're not going to discuss it on open the radio program. Hey, enemy, we got your number. You're through. So you get all these numbers. You don't shut up about what? What did QAnon ever do for you? Nothing. Seven zero three six nine seven nine one two one for debt cancellation. Say that. Bob Scout Rev's going to cancel the debt. Just say that. It really ticks them off. But too bad. And then seven zero three six nine two. Seven one zero zero, and just don't stop dialing. And two zero two 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 five four zero zero zero. Everybody should write these numbers down and start calling. You want debt canceled, or you want your property took away? You, there's two choices, and we're going to have to override certain aspects of their cyber crap. We, we know how to do that, and they got the tools to do that. And then. We're going to move in on these jerks with the IRS. Yeah, they're our buddies. Believe it or not, they're the only ones not stealing from me and Bubba. We get all the money comes from the federal government, but they know how to take it away at the state and this regional level. That's what they're doing, and they're breaking laws doing it against, against of all things, the HUD system. I even told them, hey, you're letting them break laws against your system. What are you doing? I can call them. They know I'm federal witness, top of the government. You want keep what's yours, what's yours is yours, or do you want to lose? That's the question you should be asking. Because 
There's no company that's going to fix this for you. It's going to have to be done our way. U.S. Public Law 109-3646-1076. I'm glad they brought more IRS agents because they got billions in dope revenue that they're not going to keep anymore. If we have to turn it upside down and dump it out of them. What the hell with these governors dealing dope? Remember, it's the federal crime to possess marijuana. And it, like even a social worker said, any federal agent can walk into Colorado and as you're coming out of the dope store, arrest you for possession. Just like that. It's, it can be done right here. They don't do it. But that's not what we're going to do. We're not, they're going to take their dope money. You see how that works? And they're going to turn them upside down. We got buddies. I can talk to the IRS. They're the only ones that don't steal from me. I'm serious. How does this happen? Because right. so you're US saying, Rev, you're saying, you're saying that you have you have friends in the IRS that are, uh, oh yeah, like white hats or something, and they're uh, they're not oh, gonna carry no. out oh, no. this. Uh, what they're, they're being told to about this. These people, they're real. They're, they're maniacs. They take things from everybody. But we're gonna. Why take jump change from the public when you can take it from these stupid governors in the whole West? And they're all dealing dope against federal law. And even in Texas, there's a medical marijuana profiteering going on. These whole states are screwed up with this stuff. And that's part of the program is also the real-time satellite nobody else has and the stuff right. up in space. No, we can use it. 703-697-9121. 703-692-7100. Make Bubba Scout rep a cornerstone. What, what is that, America. rep? What is that phone number? Okay. National Command Center at the Pentagon. Mike's talked to him. You'll ask him. You know who we are. And I put him on the phone with him. He was he was freaking for weeks. And there's 703 Secretary of Defense, Austin's leaving soon, we know about this. And then there's also that 202-225-4000, which is the Speaker of the House of Representatives. They can't do nothing about stopping us except blow the whistle, which we want. And our call sign is all over Washington, D.C. Bubba Scout. Okay, Rev. all right, Rev. Starts with B, with B. Do that, and we'll take it back from them. Okay. All right, Reb, thanks for the call. I appreciate the lot of uh, info that you gave there. It's kind of hard to track at all. So a um, couple things came up for me, um, and uh, one of them was thinking about telling people about people behind this and then you know, showing them the evidence and then them coming back later and kind of going, oh, I don't think it's them so much, you know. I think it's, uh, you know, the... the the, the evil families in control, or whatever. It's like uh, it's it's just it's like I you just show you how much evidence you need to see uh, before you realize that there's a huge uh, that the the bottom of the rabbit hole is is uh, this Jewish influence here. Um, the other thing that popped up for me was uh, I lost my train of thought. I was too busy writing down these phone numbers that you gave. Uh, the NCC, the Pentagon. Uh, Seven zero three six nine two seventy one hundred. So I wasn't particularly clear on what to do with that number. Call them and complain. 
um, or the secretary, uh, the speaker of the house, 202-225-4000. Now we have had, uh, I think Lynn in Maryland, she likes to call up and she thinks it makes a difference. And, you know, maybe it does, you know, call up and talk to people. And, you know, um, sometimes I find myself, uh, venting to, you know, I, I just get tired of it. I don't care. I don't care if they're they're recording the conversation and doing all that. And I'll talk to people in these big corporations that are working there that actually know. I came uh, had one yesterday. I want to talk to, uh, and this is what I want to talk about with insurance today. Was and I'm going to just touch on this. And Joe, I'm going to take you. Okay, so just hang tight for a second. Um, and Mike, if we could skip the break. So. Uh, the big insurance company, which I'll leave nameless, but um, tried to call into it, and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, there was no other option but to speak to the robot. <laughs> so um, I had. I had to talk to the robot. So when I said, when I was trying to tell the robot what I wanted, rap tab, the robot couldn't understand. So what that tells me, you know, representative or, you know, uh, auto insurance, it's still the robot was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. It's like, how do you not understand? It was very clearly stated. It wasn't my voice print. It wasn't my voice print. So I was, I was very suspicious. And, you know, so these, these corporations are clandestinely stealing your voice print. Not that they haven't already been doing that already, but... We can still push back on this stuff. You know, when they clamp down and they reduce our options and we're no longer able to push, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for the options. Uh, and this company that you're paying your money to is forcing you to do this. I say screw them. And so um, there's other insurance companies out there, actually. I found another one called Farm Bureau. All right, you can actually. There's, they're, they're all over the place. I think they're actually part of the government, but um, you can at least uh, they're, they're they're all over the whole all the states, and you can get one in your local area and talk to somebody who works in your local area, and you know maybe you can talk to them about all this stuff. And if you find one that they understand and they sympathize and they get what you're saying, uh, go with them. Um, you know, another thing I found is once I did get through, I found one person, not at Farm Bureau, but this other big insurance company that I'm ditching, and they, um, one person, and, and 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 she was very sympathetic, and she was like, "I like you," and you know, you're, <laughs> and I could tell it was very sincere because uh, she'd been researching, and uh, you know, it did. I'm not. It's not going to save me as a customer, but. Um, it was very nice that one out of three, but I got forwarded to another department to uh, do some more stuff on on the on the plan, and uh, you could tell that the people were totally. You know, I started I just go into my spiel and talk about what uh, talk about what I am complaining about this phone system, and these people are just silent on the other end, so you can just tell that they're completely clueless and they think you're crazy, which is which is disgusting. Oh, but the, the the woman had the sweetest voice ever. But I can I can guarantee you that uh, that was just uh, that didn't matter at all. Um, 
it was uh, you know once once she got off the phone, it was oh we got we got we got a live one, we got a live one. Oh, somebody with a conspiracy theorist <laughs> thinks that uh, giving your biometrics is bad. Ah, uh, all right. So um, so yeah. Again, uh, find a different insurance company, folks. Uh, I think there are options still. I was surprised to find Farm Bureau. I don't know a lot about it. I'd love to hear from you guys about it, what you guys think of it, Farm Bureau. Let's go to Joe in Florida. Joe, thank you for waiting. Hey, well, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Good to hear you tonight. Oh, you made me think of this. You will speak to the robot, and you will be happy. <laughs> I mean, this is, the world. this is the world they want us to live in. I, I feel the same way. You know, I was, I was at the supermarket a couple of weeks ago, and this was it, 15, 15 aisles, right? One person, you know, everybody else is at these little machines where you, you do it yourself. And I purposely look for a human being, right? So I go up to the guy, young guy, right? And I said to him, I said, oh, you know, I'm glad you're here. I said, I always look, you know, to check out with a human being. And he was like, he looked like, looked at me like I had three heads. And he said, well, I said, I, I wonder why there aren't more people on these uh, cashiers. He says, well, you know, it's for your convenience. I yep. said, <laughs> I yeah, said, exactly. For my convenience, that there's only one. Anyway, so, right. but I did, I did want to talk. This is a great show, and I like the topics. I was going to mention both of them and sort of tie it together and notice the Jewish connection, okay? So the first part, you talk about financial, you know, reality of the way America, what happened to America. I'm going to credit Dr. Jones with some of this because he's the one that opened my eyes to it. So, like, I don't know, it was before I was born, let's say in the 40s and the 50s, there was something that existed in America, which was called a family wage, okay? And this was that... Companies, which were American companies, right? Now, now every one of these companies is like globalized, right? You know, Amazon, they're, they're, they're created and built in America by Americans, but somehow they're just like a, a global entity now. But at, at that time, I'm talking about the 40s or 50s, companies actually had a sense of responsibility to their workers, and part of that had to do with a recognized idea of a family wage. And what was a family wage? It was the amount of money one man could have so that he have a wife and a child or two children and, like, they live in a buy a home, right? And that was the underpinning of the whole American society. So the, the Jewish way of yeah. uh, destroying that was to sell right. everybody on the idea that, oh, you know, profits, profit, profits. And what does it do? It actually destroys the American family. So, so today we have a situation where there's really nobody under the age of 40 today, man or woman, who has even a very good prospect at all of owning a home or even being able to afford to have children and to actually have a family. So we've all become atomized. You know, underlying this is this Jewish way of convincing people that, you know, profits are the most important thing, and, oh, oh it's a stakeholder, and people buy into it. The other part mm. of that, which I, which I, I thought of, is yeah. in, it started, started in the 80s, right? The idea of the pension, okay? And I have to say I was a Reagan Republican, and I've reassessed my opinion of him 
there's still things that were great about him. But this is one of the most dangerous things that ever happened. And I think Dan from Washington talks about this too sometimes. So starting in the eighties, I, I don't. It wasn't only Reagan, but basically, again, the Jewish sort of psyop was. Well, you know, a pension. So it used to be these defined benefit pensions, which meant, again, a company had a responsibility. If you worked for a company for 40 years, they would feel disgraced. There'd be some shame that would come on them if the person that had just given them 40 years of their life wound up in the gutter on the street, okay? So there was a sense of responsibility in these companies. Well, then, sure, they shifted it starting in the 80s where all of a sudden a pension wasn't a defined benefit where you had a guaranteed income. But it was like, oh, you take your money and you put it in the stock market, the big Jewish casino. And that was your guarantee that when you got 75, 80 years old, you would you would have that money. But, of course, mm. the stock market is like, you know, depending on what day of the week, you're either rich or you're destitute. So those are two things that I that I think, uh, and there's a Jewish so Joe, connection to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one more caller here, Joe. But man, fantastic call, great points. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Willie. Great. Have a good night. All right, we'll talk to you later, Joe. Thanks for the great call. Um, Max in New York. Max, welcome. Hey, hey, Max. So I went to the grocery store yesterday. Your, your prior caller triggered me. And they got the automatic checkouts. And there was a couple girls there. They were checkout girls, but they were milling around helping people do the automatic checkout. And I was like, so these robots over here, this artificial intelligence, uh, are they paying taxes? And the girls, like, looked at me said, no, we're paying taxes. I said, no. I said, these robots now need to pay the taxes. Huh. And they were thinking about it, so I planted that little seed that, well, you're going to have these robots now. They can pay the taxes. So I'm all for it, as long as they pay the taxes. But I, I always like the human checkout. If I have one or two items, I might go through the automated. But um, Maybe you can get a hybrid does, robot that hybrid. He, he doubles as a, as a Bitcoin server that, uh, that generates uh, Bitcoin. For, you know, it costs a lot of electricity, but... <laughs> Well, he mines we'll never, I'll never ask them for their number. You know, I, they'll never go out on a date. I mean, it's the most inhuman thing. It's just really horrible what's going on in this country. We got serious Jewish land grabs up here in, in New York, Rockland County. They've just taken over everything. They just got put everybody on drugs and pills and alcohol until they die off, and then they move in. That's pretty yep. much been the... Uh, their pattern of behavior. And then there's a place up in um, Orange County called Clovewood, which is about five, 700 acres. Uh, and they're putting in multiple family housing for immigrants. It'll be like 60,000 people where our community next door is only like maybe 2,000 people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's completely yeah, yeah. how the Jews work, everything. folks. What's that? This is how the Jews operate. But I did enemy, call the, the town enemy of humanity. Yeah, I know you're limited for time. I did call the town supervisor. I said, you know, you guys are running a Jewish organized crime syndicate. Because where I am, it's absolutely blatant. 
with the, the Orthodox infidels, and they are infidels because they reject the Christ. We, not, we need to start referring to Jews as the infidels. An infidel is somebody who I'm does elect. reject the Christ. This isn't just a Muslim thing. An infidel is someone who rejects the Christ, and Jews reject the Christ. So Jews hmm. are the infidels, and they need to be treated as infidels. And that's pretty, pretty much, much there, all I there, say, buddy. Right on, Max. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, pretty much the Jews are everything they accuse everybody else of being. You know, everything they accuse everybody else of doing, everything they accuse everybody else of being, that's what they are. So they just well, project. This is what I try to remind people, they didn't just reject the Christ. They killed God's son. I mean, they're exactly. pretty much sitting on death row. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's, they haven't repented. They continue the to be. coming. Yeah. They continue to be antichrist. William, you all have right. a good night. Oh, thanks, Max. All right. All right, thanks to all you guys that called in, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We are at the end of the show. Um, this time flew by pretty quick. Uh, secure your property. Check your insurance company. Do what you can. I don't know, folks. Uh, we got, uh, just, I think this year, we've just got a lot of crap coming down the pike. Um, you know, there's all, I didn't get to the jobs yet, but we'll talk about that next time, hopefully. All right. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later. People who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.